0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yes! go, Cowboys! This, this is Media Mash. A roundtable of Cowboys insiders. Dropping wisdom. And offering sizzling takes. On the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Nui Scruggs.
1: Let's ride. Media Mash. <laughs> On a Tuesday, we have John Michauda of The Athletic. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, all decked out in his baseball gear, ready to go. <laughs> go, all
2: Braves. Right. go Braves. Go Braves. Did you grow up watching the Superstation? Absolutely. How I did? mean, you know, I'm from Georgia. So, where? Know, I'm from Savannah originally, but after being born and raised in Savannah, ended up in Atlanta by way of UGA. Go Dogs. You
1: know what? I used to go to school with Pulaski.
2: Oh, Pulaski Elementary. Uh-huh. The old Orgathorpe Mall yeah.
1: hanging out there. The OG, the Orgathorpe Mall. Yeah, man.
2: Those who, listen, if you know, you know. My
1: dad was stationed at Hunter Army Airfield,
2: man. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go play
1: football games in forts, right, at yes, Fort sir, Sturt. Right off And, of John, white. one team we played against had one Michael Strahan on there when I was about eight, nine mm-hmm. years old. Comes okay. to find out my dad was, like, friends with his dad.
2: Mm, right off of White Bluff Road.
1: Yeah, yeah. White Bluff, baby. Yeah, I'm we, telling you. Yeah, man. And uh, Skybow Road, and <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, man, yeah. Now Savannah—that's that's my stomping I, ground. Name my—I I love that city so much. Name a child after Savannah. Nice, my daughter okay. named after Savannah. Love so, it. yeah, nice. man, great, great spot. It is a great spot, man. If you ever you know want to look, I want a vacation, but I kind of want to get away just to you know not do the regular thing. Savannah, Georgia, Agreed. very, very under low key, man, and not
2: so. bad eats either. Tremendous eats. Oh, yes. Yes, man. Seafood yes. right out of the water.
1: The old Savannah State Tigers. Like I'm, I'm like one of the few people that have been to a Savannah State Tigers game and understands it. That that's where Shannon Sharp, okay.
2: the uh, Hall uh-huh. of Fame tight end, went to. So. That's a fact. Yes. Shouts out to Shannon.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So I grew up watching – Rafael Ramirez turned two with Glenn mm. Hubbard. He threw it over to Bob, you know, Bob mm. Horner or was it third before he went over to first. I remember when Dale is. Murphy was a catcher, so Yes, yes. So I grew up on Brave's baseball. Okay. Well, a lot, well, of, pe- a lot of people
3: I mean, I'm younger than you, but growing up in Detroit, I mean, you're still everyone gets TBS. Yeah. And, you know, Smoltz is from kind of the area where I grew up And yeah. So it's like those games were always on TV when you had that that run that they had throughout the nineties. So yeah.
1: Yeah, see, I, I, I unfortunately watched the, uh, the 79 to 80s, but it was bad. I watched a lot of bad baseball. So, anyway, uh, hope your Braves do it one more time.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they run it back. A little bit yeah. of a rough start against the Phillies, and you know, kudos to the Phillies. They they come out with a hot start, and my guys just got to fight back through adversity. Something they
3: uh, are familiar with.
2: So.
1: Hope Ron Washington can get himself another. another we'll we'll win see what there.
3: John's uh what John's Yanks do. <laughs> they're period. not my Yanks. They're not my Yanks. I <laughs> I, I went I went to a couple of games with Calvin Watkins. I like the Aaron Judge story. I will say this: as long as they're not playing the Tigers, I probably would root for the Yankees. Fair enough. Okay.
1: But Fair I'm enough. a Tigers guy. Yeah, but they're just so bad yeah, yeah. that
3: it's you know. I don't know, man. Bad baseball is bad because it just goes for so, so long. It's so many games. Me and Calvin were talking about that the other day. Well, not the other day, but when the Cowboys were in New York, he's like, man, there was a rain delay, you know, and everyone's sticking around because Judge is obviously going for 62. And he's like, man, can you just imagine having to cover this? 162 games covering this Yankees team. I'm like, this Yankees team is one of the best teams in baseball, and they have Aaron Judge with this historic run. I go, it's not about them. It's about. Imagine being the, the the person that has to cover like the Tigers, right. or or some of these teams that are constantly like you just – they're not going to be good for a long time, and you got to still cover all 162. Yeah.
1: You'd rather cover the Lions than the cover
3: Absolutely. Tigers. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or the Oreos pre-22. Well, you know, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of another yeah. really bad o- team off the o- top of my head, but, yeah, that's a good one. Struggled. There you go. Yeah. So, all Pirates are going to, yeah. Baseball has been such a regional This is <laughs> the best – I'm sorry, but I think football is by far – NFL is the best thing to cover.
2: Uh, we, that's a discussion for another day. For covering? Yeah, for yeah, covering, yeah. Well, I could – I could argue that maybe the NBA... Is, okay. as well is, is pretty exciting to cover just because there's, you know, relentless action for the most part. Okay, again,
3: I'm from Detroit. So <laughs> there's just a <laughs> lot of bad years in a row where you're just like, man, 82 games this and you're, gonna, you're, oh, you're going on the road and you're leaving your family yeah, behind for this, to watch yeah. this, well, for this who, for what? Their, they had their fun. They did, they did, did, but Wallace it's been a while. I mean, you <laughs> it's been a while. You. Yeah, you guys had your fun.
1: <laughs> the National Football League is done, and you credit Pete Rozelle, has done such a great job of snatching away Baseball and and just the fact of baseball's now making playoff games, you know, to make sure they don't go how do we not go up against Sunday night football? How do we how do we avoid the NFL? And and that's just very that's that's for me it was different growing up and to see how it's changed here. But the NFL is that is it. Yeah. It encompasses cities. People care about it. And while the Phillies are in the playoffs right now, it the bigger story this week is a regular season football game.
2: No doubt. Yeah, that that is true. No doubt.
1: Phillies are playing the world champion Atlanta Braves. Yeah, that's true. But it is a bigger D. The harder ticket to get this week is going to be. Dallas week.
2: (laughs) Cowboys,
1: (laughs) Eagles, then then the the, the world champion Braves coming in. That's that's where the NFL is, and that just tells you a whole lot about what they have built here. So, guys, I want to start here on third down. I talked about it on the previous show, the Players' Lounge. Philadelphia is converting at 43.8%, number six in the NFL on third downs. The Cowboys are at 30.9%, 29th in the league. And the other thing I took from there is if you have if you can't convert on third down, that means you're punting. Guys, Brian Anger's <laughs> last two games haven't been good. This this he's got to flip the field. Right. He's got to be able to flip the field Sunday
3: night. I agree, but <laughs> Sports are just funny like that. You can go in all these games expecting it to A plus B equals C, but then just wild stuff happens. There's no way we could have sat here last week and you'd have told me, check this out. Cooper Rush is only gonna throw for 102 yards. <laughs> complete 10 And then they're gonna win the way that they win. Like did you go in thinking on that first series that they would that they would have a uh, a fumble return for a touchdown? The Dorrance Armstrong block punt. Like I don't know. Just this Cowboys team just feeds into that. Yeah, The stats say one thing, but when you watch the way that they play, for some reason, like, here's the other one. You watch that game, and I'm sorry, but when you see Cooper Cup zigzag for 75 yards, you probably think, man, if you're a Cowboys fan watching that, you're like, hmm.
2: This might be it.
3: Yeah, we're in for a grind here. (laughs) Three plays later, they go, Tony Pollard, 57 yards, answer right back like that. The way that they keep answering... Like so, I agree with you. That all that stuff matters, especially having a new long snapper. I think that didn't do a little bit with Fact. anger, and so that 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 stuff definitely makes you nervous. But man, I'm telling you, Sunday night in that place, how hostile that's going to be. I don't know. You can throw the stats out. It's it. I don't. There's no prediction right now that I can say that I guarantee this or this will happen. It's going to be it, It's going to be very entertaining. And that's an
2: excellent point on all on all fronts. Um, I would say that. It, kind of getting to the reason. That Jalen Hurts and the Eagles' offense tend to do well on third down is because of his mobility. It's his mobility, his mobility. So we can rightfully use the word explosive when it comes to that offense as a whole. But if you look at his passing touchdowns, he's not that far ahead of Cooper Rush in passing touchdowns, which is <laughs> that's te- that's right. kind of telling.
4: Sure. But
2: it's it's what he does on the ground, the rushing touchdowns, his ability to extend plays, and then once he extends the play, his eyes are both downfield while while he's simultaneously trying to figure out if he can blow past you so if you're defender you're going to have to maintain contain like cowboys are going to have to spy him with whomever whatever the case may be but if they can do so then they flip that third down percentage as far as their defense versus their offense and then as far as the offense the cowboys offense versus the eagles defense that's a fight in and of itself uh i don't think that well let me say it this way i said before the matt overton before he took a snap The question was posed on Talking Cowboys. Well, are you concerned about the long snapper position? And I was like, yes, until you show me I shouldn't be concerned because it's a position that is too far, too often overlooked by fans and a lot of analysts as well but i don't ever want to hear my long snapper's name i don't ever want to see uh, what what i saw in la right. with the ill timed snap the operation was off because the chemistry wasn't there because overton is not mcquaid and and you know maher and and anger and they don't know overton they have to learn him so overton acquitted himself well for the remainder of the game bones fossil said he you know it was a fantastic recovery they had some words about it positive words um but you know little things like that so i think anger will be fine as he gets more practice with Overton over these next three or four days. But you don't want to have to punt if you're the Cowboys offense. So you're going to have to figure out how to extend these drives and try to leave Philly with at least a 40% conversion rate, at least 40% on third down. I think that'll give you a chance to steal that win there in Philly. Hostile crowd, to say the least. So
1: Yeah, look, it's, it's, it, we, we know it will not be easy. But that third down is something that stood out to me because that's where football games are won. And you know, la- last week, the Cowboys – Offensively, the Cowboys—they they had some challenges, but they were able to get the job done. Mm-hmm. What won last week in Los Angeles will not win this week in Philadelphia. Safe to say?
2: That's sports. Yeah, That's sport.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 one thing we talk about is there are now, 17. There's 17 different chapters. There's seven. Each chapter will be different. The Philadelphia Cowboys—it'll be different. Um, you've got two really good defenses. Two top ten defenses going at it, which is why I looked at the punt game. And for me, I think of this as the phase you simply cannot lose this week is special teams. I think the Cowboys' defense is going to play well because they play well each game. And it travels. travels. So give me defense and special teams. Then I can get away with scoring one. Offensive touchdown. Well, maybe, we paging Kevontae Turpin, right? Paging
3: Kevontae Turpin. Yeah, this is what, you so, talk about flipping field position. Right. So that's my thing. Just like, you hey, think the look, offense is only going to score one touchdown, New yeah huh? I'm just saying. You, <laughs> no, you're probably right. If I'm just if, you, <laughs> if
1: you're going to do that, then you, can you get away with one? Yeah, you could do that. You could. May want to add a couple more, but <laughs> I'm just thinking in terms of, hey, look, this formula they've been playing with so far has been working. You play defense and you play good special teams. We just haven't talked about it a whole lot. You know, Maher has been. Maher's been good. It's been money. Yes, yeah. Maher has been good. Uh, Anger's first two games were good. Last two games, okay. But th- those are the things that matter. And, and so I just think in a game like this on the road, you got you, you have to be better than them. You, you got so kind of like boxing, you know. You go. I love. I I used to love going to boxing matches when I worked in Los Angeles, and you know, when you go on the you know, when you're trying to go into somebody else's house, you're gonna have to beat them decisively. You're gonna have to come in there with a couple things, and there's gonna be areas you have to make sure you're on point. You know, your jabs got to be working. You've got there's things you've got to do if you're going to win. This team is five and zero right now, and I look at them and it's like, hey, play your defense, play your special teams, and then take it in the fourth quarter because what have we seen? You, you talked about. Um, they, how they responded with the 57-year. This has kind of been, it feels like to me, this is a Cooper Rush kind of deal. In Minnesota, when we saw yeah, okay, need to respond, but let's go respond. I mean, New York. He, he does a good job of, okay, okay, guys, let's go right back. That, to me, is a quality. I don't know if it's because he's from Central Michigan up in your area, what?
3: <laughs> no, that's his. That, I think that's his greatest strength. It's hard to quantify it in stats, but that is his greatest strength, is that he has been unwavering in some moments where it hasn't been all easy. I know a lot of people talk about the the time differential of how long that they've been trailing, which hasn't been long with when he's been their starter. And so playing from ahead obviously helps their defense. They can pin their ears back. Sure. I get all of that. But he does, He deserves credit for the fact that it hasn't been all perfect. And in the moments when it's been the most uh, unsettled, he's been able to settle things, you know. I, I go back to the and, – and there's probably luck involved in this, but – That Jalen Ramsey hit. That Jalen Ramsey hit from (laughs) blindside from behind, and him not to like fumble that ball, just to be able to keep that ball and just live to live to play another down. I mean, those are just those are huge plays. Um, But yeah, he's gonna have his hands full with with this with this Philadelphia front. I mean, they're not as they're not as good as Dallas's front, but they're pretty damn good. Listen, Rob Phillips
2: said in the press box a couple weeks ago, and it, it, it proves true every week now with Cooper Rush that he has a leprechaun sitting on his shoulder. Yeah. So, between the dropped potential interceptions, Bobby Wagner dropped one, right. right? That could have broke the game open in the direction of the Rams and, and then falling on the the fumble caused by Jalen Ramsey. I want that kind of luck in my right. life. <laughs> um, but I, I love what you said, Nui, in that you have two of the best defenses in the league and it could very well be a situation where It's a wash. So then the third phase has to win, which is special teams. And then the angers have to win. And, you know. Uh, Kevontae Turpin and and although Kevontae Turpin hasn't you know cribbed it just yet he's been flipping field position uh, over these past couple of games so I think that this is a game uh, gut tells me this is a game that Kevontae Turpin helps dictate in a major way I hope that means that he gets he takes one to the house Um, but even if he doesn't take one to the house I just feel like there's going to be a critical situation where the Cowboys need to flip field position and he's going to nearly take it to the house if he doesn't completely so between that and this Cowboys special teams consistently showing you that they can either pressure a kicker or punter into making a mistake or flat-out force them to by way of a block or something like that. They have a blocked field goal and a blocked punt. You got guys who love playing special teams. Durant Armstrong, he's more or less a starter now on defense, and he still wants to play special teams. And so I I think special teams might just dictate this game. So if it's a situation where the Cowboys only 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 score one, offensively and the Eagles only score one offensively because they're going against these brick wall defenses, you know, can Turpin get you in field position or take it to the crib and there's your second touchdown or there's your field goal by Maher that was generated by great field position from Turpin. So special teams is going to be huge in this game, I believe.
1: All right, let's get our first break in here. And, um,
0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall
4: guy. That's what the poster said.
0: See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy.
4: Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13.
1: Was that Cooper Rush's last start in Los Angeles? Is Dak Prescott going? Jerry Jones spoke today. Let's dive into the words of Dr. Jones right here on
4: dallascowboys.com radio. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G
0: Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas.
5: When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, NA, equal housing lender, credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. The
0: season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere Zero Turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator Utility Vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag & Turf, for winning. The official Ag & Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more.
5: Back, Back. Back.
0: to Back. Media Mash.
1: here on a Tuesday as the Cowboys get ready for the Philadelphia Eagles. A first place matchup. You can watch it on Sunday Night Football. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. John Mishota of The Athletic. Gerald Wayne Jones held his Tuesday <laughs> show on 105.3 The Fan and well, I tell you, Dr. Jones is really interesting. You know, what when, when everybody said was six to eight weeks with thumb surgery. He broke it down to four. Now he's like, I don't I don't really know. But uh, he, he said, Dak, he's got to go start spinning it Wednesday. Follow it up from there, John.
3: Yeah, spinning it means being able to make the type of throws you're going to need to win a ball game, not just throwing little dump-offs to running backs or little, you know, five, ten-yard outs. He's going to have to be able to throw stuff down the field. You know, <laughs> Jerry Jones the eternal optimist. So when you hear Jerry Jones say that mm-hmm. stuff, like he said last week, that to me says just go ahead and forget about Dak Prescott playing this week, and he knows it. I mean, he's hoping for a miracle that all of a sudden he goes out there tomorrow and it's like, man, he's spinning it. Like, this is what we were looking for. He can play Sunday. I don't see that happening. Um, and I know I might be jumping too far ahead, but I think everything is just going to kind of work itself out and that I just don't. I don't think Cooper Rush is going to have a very good game this weekend, and I just think it lines up perfect. Dak comes back against probably the worst defense in the league against Detroit, and then they just take it from there and roll. I, under, I understand everyone loves the storybook and oh, he could get the starting job and keep it. No, I, I think I think we get back to reality this week.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> even if Cooper Rush goes into Philadelphia, throws you know two hundred yards, a touchdown. What would he have to do in Philadelphia to, to do what to make me believe that it's worth a conversation? Yeah. Four hundred yards, four touchdowns. I mean, he would have to do something. Like homies. Mahomes like said yesterday, to, yeah, my he'd homie, have to just he's go. Be my homie yeah, out yeah, there. yeah, Cooper would have to go absolutely nuts in and, Philadelphia for me to even entertain. Right. Not even. Not saying that
3: it, it would be enough for me to say, oh yeah, no. I'm yeah. saying For
2: me to even be willing to come to the table and hear what
3: you're saying, yeah. <laughs> well, and let saying. me just be clear about this too. I mean, right after the game, Jerry was super giddy that they won, and he yeah, yeah. he couldn't wait to talk about it. And even when he was pressed on it, he couldn't even buy into that yeah, idea that he, he's like, Dak's our starter when he's healthy. Right, yeah. So I, I think it's um,
2: money on the table, I don't think Dak Place. And, of course, this is obviously obviously contingent upon what we see tomorrow and Thursday right. and Friday. Mike McCarthy has been the <laughs> opposite of Jerry Jones in that he's been the eternal conser- conservative right. guy and saying, look, I'm not a timeline guy. Don't look like the timeline guy. Yeah, talk to the doctors. Look, Do doctors don't look like the timeline Jones. guy. He played perfectly yesterday. From day one of this injury, Mike McCarthy has yet to put a timeline on this. He's saying it has to go through steps. And Stitches... And swelling, and now those two things are behind, and now it's can he grip it? Yes. Can he rip it and spin it? That's a whole different story. And the doctors, he and, and the, the doctors do, as he well. He kept
1: saying yesterday to us, "Guys, I got to hear what the doctors have to say, which is the smart thing to do." Right. Absolutely. Well, it had okay. me thinking
3: yes. about too. Well, at first, with Mike McCarthy, since he's been the Cowboys head coach, I can't think of a player that they've rushed back Correct. where I was like, man, that seems like that's too soon. But then I started going further back, and I couldn't think of, can you think of like the last per, like player that you were, I mean, there's no way of proving that they put him out there too soon. Like, There's no way of proving, hey, the Bucks put Chris right. Godwin out there too soon. Right. But you could at least question, I can't think of the last Cowboys Same. player that was like put on the field where you're like, "Oh,
1: Tony Romo, Carolina.
3: Oh, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That wasn't McCarthy, though. No, no, no. But I was saying, no, I was saying that no, I, I haven't I seen it with McCarthy. That. But have, can you even think of one pre-McCarthy? Oh, and, pre-McCarthy. But that, but that. Yeah, does, that's a good
2: one. But I think yeah. that was more so um, Tony having both the competitive fire and the clout within the organization, yep, yeah. and the lack, and the lack of a capable backup. With there the you shoes go. Here, lack right. of a capable backup. So he went and he said, "Hey, um, I want to play." And you know, Jerry and and Garrett, they were like, they looked at the guys behind him. And they said, Okay, yeah. uh let's let's give, yeah. let's give him a shot. Let's give him a little bit of a pain shot and let's get him out there. That's a good but point. When you sure. have a situation like this, you have a capable quarterback who's you know, not lost you any of yeah. these games. If Matt Castle was doing, it, like if Cooper it was Matt Rush Castle or Brandon Weeden, yeah. then you know maybe Dak's out there somewhere. That's
1: the only one I could come just off the top of when you. No that's, that, that was, no, that's a good one. No, that, that's a good one. That's where I could go. And yeah. then, then of course was there was one. there was circumstances within yeah. that, but those circumstances are not present right. in this situation. But I'll say this: if I'm Cooper Rush's agent, I hope Dak plays. Mm. I hope my man's on ice. Yeah, for the rest of the year. <laughs> So I can go into the market undefeated. Yeah, on the high note, and,
3: yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. and yeah. not on the
2: note that John thinks you're going right. to go out. Right. On. <laughs> right.
3: Well, I don't exactly. think he, I don't think it's going to be like oh, three interceptions. Oh my God, no. this is awful. I'm this. just saying, I think it's just going to be okay. And I don't know that that's going to be good enough to beat Philly with how Philly's Logically playing right speaking, now. Logically speaking,
2: and that and this also goes to his his uh, his trends and his splits this season. He's not thrown a single 300-yard game. None have been over 250 yards. He's coming off of a 100-yard game passing. Nothing in indi- now it's not saying it's impossible, but nothing right. indicates he won't struggle against one of the best defenses in the Pretty league sure. in Philadelphia. So, in in, a, in a really
3: point. tough just rabid in fire. I mean, yeah. there's been so many Eagles games that I've gone to at the end of the year that didn't mean anything because either the Eagles already clinched a play- playoff spot or the Cowboys did, and it was crazy in the stands for those games. This is probably the most anticipated one I can remember in a while, like at Philadelphia. There's been some, some ones at 18, but this is the most at – and then Sunday night on top of it, man, it it's going to be wild in you those mean stands. I that run game. yeah, Heavily. It,
1: uh, I think it'll have that atmosphere when Terrell Owens went back for his first one.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: you know, that, was, that was a huge one. That was when T.O. went back with the Cowboys. Which yeah. would have
2: made this one that much more equivalent to that if Peters – is, is available, but it doesn't look right. like he's going to be available. As far as his return home, God, that would have been so much fun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, it's just speaking about Cooper Rush, mm-hmm. think about this. He's going to be a free agent after the season. And when you start talking about going into the market, there are guys like Carson Wentz, Mitchell Trubisky, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield. Guys, I mean, teams aren't going to want to touch them at those prices, even at Teddy Bridgewater. He goes, man, give me some Cooper Rush. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to go into a very unique position where he's either going to get really good backup money or may he even get a shot to start. Because mm-hmm. you start looking at those dudes, you're like, man, we, we, we know us here. You you know what I mean? like, you like bring in Carson Wentz or Baker Mayfield, your fan base is like, oh, really? You're going to be let down unless yeah, it's the backup. Really?
3: And <laughs> I don't think that the Cowboys will go too far over the line in terms of trying to match anything because they do feel really good about Will Greer and that will factor into this as much as they would love to keep Cooper Rush and I I think that if it's close I think Cooper Rush would stay here I I think he loves playing with Dak I think he loves working with Kellen Moore and there's no question he enjoys the situation living down in Texas all of that but if someone just blows him away with some offer, I think the Cowboys are like, hey, man, congratulations, you deserve it, and Will Greer is then your backup.
2: Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I think the the Cowboys obviously would love to keep Cooper Rush around. Cooper Rush would obviously love to stay around, loves playing for McCarthy more, does, uh, Doug Nussmeier. Loves the, the relationship he has with Dak is bar none. Um, Noah Brown, some guys that he's been here with for years and years, I think he'd be— He'd think twice about leaving Dallas unless the the bag just blew him away. And then if it does blow him away, and he looks over at Jerry, and then they say, "Well, you know, Will, you're up." Can I give, yeah. you,
1: <laughs> Can I give you just a scenario? So yeah, just let's go. Just, I'm just spitballing the scenario. Dan Quinn gets a job. Mm-hmm. Dan Quinn says, "You know what, Cooper, I want you to come with me." And then Dan Quinn did tell the owner, "It said franchise, we'll draft someone, right? But we want this to be our bridge guy. Here's a guy I trust." Yeah, you know. Be it Carolina Panther job which is open, his name has already been mentioned. Uh, the Colts job could open up here. I don't think anyway Dan goes to D.C. I just I just don't see him no, coaching the command. That's commanders. a septic yeah. tank. Don't just, go yeah, swimming in a septic tank. Right when yeah. he when he turned down Jacksonville. So if you're turning down
2: Jacksonville, based on what it is, right. you're turning down. Right, the which because Jacksonville gave him flashbacks of Atlanta. The situation he just exited two seasons ago, right?
1: So. And and he his former Gus Bradley's former former uh, coaching compadre was down there, like yeah, you don't want that. So he's going to be picky for what he does. But right. when I think about opportunities for him going someplace, Cooper Rush is the kind of player you think you, you take with you. And I go back and I remember what. Sean Payton did when he went down to New Orleans. He tried to get Tony Romo yeah, for the Cowboys. Did. Man, yeah, you no, no, no. did. But, uh, but that whole premise of a guy you know and you're trying to put a quarterback in here that has an understanding of you and you you actually have some build. That's I mean I, I think Cooper Rush is going to have a really good offseason. And maybe Jerry Jones does what he did when uh, Kyle Orton was here. He's like, look, man, we'll give you a nice back contract to just sit here and be the backup because we want to be able to trust you to win some games. And I think that's something Jerry and Steven really, really, really need to take into account.
2: And and that's that's valid, and I can agree with that. I would say the the difference between Cooper Rush and Kyle Orton is that I don't, I think Cooper Rush so understands his role with the organization that he's not going to do something off the wall like threaten retirement if you're not going to pay. give me starter reps or the money that I want, whatever the case may be. So you're not going to see Cooper Rush ever pull a Kyle Orton. That's just not in his character or demeanor. Um, but to your point, yeah, I think it's a situation where the Cowboys would be willing to give him a pay raise to stick around but not one that's you know going to match starter money with the Colts or starter money with somewhere you know with one of these other teams that are going to need a quarterback. So
3: I just think it's funny how you how you get this started when it's like they're on this run four wins in a row. <laughs> not only do you have to sit there and and talk about Cooper Rush being somewhere else, but you got to stick the knife into Cowboys fans even deeper by saying Dan Quinn taking another job. I mean they're I, just I'm, trying to enjoy it. They're I'm just not, trying I'm to I'm not enjoy even it. on
2: the Dan Quinn taking another job thing. Dewey <laughs> knows I'm still I, I believe that you know like I said I'll just put it this way and I'll and I'll give it back. There will be more demand for. There is no salary cap on a coach's
3: pocketbook, right? As but there's going to be Jason more. There will be more. There's going to be more interest in him. Oh yeah, And there will be Cooper and then, Rush, and, 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 and there will continue
2: to be yeah. as long as this defense performs the way it does. But the man who doesn't get hand cramps when writing
3: checks has some say in this,
1: and he did last year. Uh, and talk on it. I
3: I think I'm I just mad. thought it was funny yesterday because. Yeah. Soon as you get the news out that Matt Rule is leaving, I'm you know oh, I'm man, on the athletic. Right. They put yeah. out like a story yeah. of like who could be the potential right. next close right. to Carolina, and then the, I don't even look at the story, but uh, I already see the picture is Dan Quinn. You know I'm just like, like, oh, Cowboys fans are gonna love this. You know. Char-
1: Charlotte <laughs> Observer, first name right, image. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Charlotte <laughs> Observer, it, it, as, as it should be. And we love you, Dan. Right. Hey, look, <laughs> and stick this, around. this 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 is not. Ideally, you'd love to keep him, but at some point in time.
2: You no, sooner or later, he's going to want back in the head seat. Yeah.
1: You know, a man who had the highest odds of winning a Super Bowl during a game who never did is going to want to go back and show, you know, I can do this. Yeah. I can get this done. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think he's going to be smart in where he goes.
2: I, that I agree with.
1: I mean, if you're going to you, – this may be that last shot. So make sure it's the right shot. Mm-hmm. And before you go jump into something, something crazy – you can stay right here, make good money, yeah, and and be in control of your defense. And with the some value really, is just going
3: higher right, and high. really right. <laughs> higher, right? Absolutely.
1: And, and so, I'll say this: He's now not only is he going to leave, he's going to leave with some control. You know, let's Football say Football operations, right? If David Tepper wants him, he's like, hey, you know what? I want I want the Matt Rule package. All right, mm. stay right here. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's facts. At Denver, all right. Denver wanted to hire him. If Denver wants to come back. You know, I need to be in control of the fifty-three. I need, I need to have some things here, or yeah. I can stay right here and get a raise and live really good here. So
2: I think somebody and coach Michael Parsons some more. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, there's on Diggs some more. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Some Donald Wilson, Josh McDaniels, you know, he went back to New
1: England and he waited. Even when he took the Colts job and set up a staff and had Matt Eberflus, the former Cowboys defensive coordinator, going up there, uh, he went back and was, I'm going to wait. And so what did he get from Las Vegas? Control. They gave him the Gruden package.
3: It seems to be working for all these guys that you keep naming that have gotten the control package. McDaniels, Matt Rule. They need to do more of those, huh? Hmm. It seems to be working. Ma- hey. it smells like hey. sarcasm in the year. Yeah, let me go on. <laughs> let me go ahead and sprinkle in. Let me sprinkle in some Matt Patricia for you too. Oh. Sorry,
1: Bob Quinn had control there, so Bob Quinn was yeah. The oh, it was hit. quite yeah. the two headed monster. <laughs> oh, hell,
3: exactly. hey, that hey. really set it up yeah. nice.
1: Man, Jim Caldwell, they needed to improve over. They, they were better than a nine win team. <laughs>
3: Jim, we don't even need to go down that road. Exactly. But, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. Mm. Yes,
1: yeah, so, but but that's when I, when I think about Dan Quinn, just you know, this is going to be a in demand coach and. This is just me, guys. Mm. It's just me. When I continually watch Kevin Stefanski, uh, old boy in Cincinnati over the weekend, Josh McDaniels last night, like, these offensive gurus. No, no, we're going for it. We don't want points and lose games. And and the dude from Sandy, uh, from LA. The Chargers coach, he won because the Browns coach was dumber than him out there, Steve, yeah. and and then the, their, their kicker missed the field goal. But Staley, what are you doing each week? Go get you a defensive coach. You know, go get you a defensive coach who's at least going to be
3: smart enough to say, you know, let's go get some points here. But the trend hasn't been going that way. It's the younger offensive mind is where the trend's going. And, you know, and you Dallas know being what? the exception. Will McCarthy yeah. say, he said, in, in, as early
2: as training camp, they were discussing this is a defensive-driven team as dictated
3: by the head coach. I will say, though, when he said that, I found that very interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah, Why don't you say that a little bit more, just a little <laughs> bit more, maybe on the podium when training camp started, you know, not after – you know, you have some rewards that come with it. That's the only reason, because when he said that, because I was still in L.A., smart and I was listening to him, and, I was, and yeah. I was like, whoa,
1: what that's
0: are you smart, that's yeah, smart
3: I'll, that's yeah. nice. I'll tweet that out. That's pretty that's interesting smart right
1: time, man. <laughs> man, That's no. Hey, get, get a man credit, man. Yeah. He's learning how to play yeah. this game No, absolutely is. He's learning no, for how sure. to play this game around here.
3: For sure. But but I just... that's, And I'm not saying that wasn't the philosophy. I'm just saying that's no, the I most he's he ever said it like that, where you're like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I see where
2: you're going with that. Yeah. And it's equally true that... You know, you, you you rarely pound your chest as as hard as when you're sitting on top of yeah, successes, yeah. Yeah. right? So it's just like, hey, yeah, we talked about this then, and we're
3: like, did you? Well, I guess it doesn't matter. It now, just okay. stood out to me so much when he said it because <laughs> I started covering the team in 2011, and from 2011 till now, it's been clearly an offense Offensive, first. Yeah, and so yeah. to hear somebody definit- definitively say that at the point, I was like, okay, yeah, all right, this that's is where new, we are. New times around right, here. That's where we are.
1: <laughs> Mike Belichick.
2: Hey, <laughs> you, McCarthy. Pounded. If McCarthy is is the king, then his hand is most certainly Dan Quinn. Right. So, so yeah. he's, he's, been, he's been
1: very short, but I just think overall, it, it, a former Super Bowl coach. A coach who, a guy who's had an MVP winner in Matt Ryan, a guy who had Kyle Shanahan on his staff. I mean, to me, you look at Dan Quinn and and there's there's and, and the improvement he's made here. That's the guy you give a second chance to. Well, Somebody and it's not like Atlanta was
3: great before he got there. You know, I mean, he took them to another level. I mean, that's right. it's not like he just. There's something to be said when you go to some of these, you know, uh, upper echelon. Let's say like the Packers and. To me, it's always like I think of like Packers, Steelers, Ravens, you know, these these organizations, San Francisco to a certain extent, that are just seem to be at least their bottom is like solid. There's right. never like, oh, my God, it's terrible. There's something to be said for when you take the Atlanta Falcons to Super Bowl. And, and I mean, yeah, you should have won it. And I know that that's on his, his resume. But the fact that he got the Atlanta Falcons in that position to win, the Super, I don't know. I, I think it says a lot about him. I think it's more so on the, uh, <clears throat> yes. the, the O.C.'s. Kyle Shanahan has Atlanta. won two
1: Super Bowls. Now the thing as the head coach, mm. head coach, we when you run the ball.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what you should look over. Yeah. Yeah. Run, run it! What did you say, Richard Sherman? <laughs> run it! What, say it in the Richard Sherman voice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> run the dang ball. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Exactly. Richard Sherman should have been on there with Dan Quinn. Run the dang ball.
1: right, exactly. Learn! <laughs> learn! <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironic, because Richard Sherman was on that San Francisco mm. team that got mm. beat by Kansas City there up in the fourth quarter. Mm. Uh, let's get another break. <laughs> Sherman's <laughs> like, why you got
2: to bring up old stuff? <laughs>
1: How do you contain Jalen Hurts Sunday night? Let's dive into that with Patrick Walker and John Michaud. I'm East Scruggs. This is the Media Mash on DallasCowboys.com radio.
0: Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for the Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling. United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys.
4: Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com for more. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. this sweet.
5: To
2: Media Mash.
1: Media Mash. We have our intrepid reporters (laughs) on their phones gathering and getting more up-to-date information as we can get it here for you Cowboy fans right here on DallasCowboys.com radio. John Michaud The Athletic. Patrick Walker DallasCowboys.com. So, Jalen Hurts. Boy, what a smart move by the Philadelphia Eagles Mm. to say to Carson Wentz, yeah, we'll eat this money. Go ahead and go. We'll send you to Indianapolis. And they promote Jalen Hurts last year. Made the playoffs with him. People talk about that enough. They made the playoffs. This year he comes back. People are like, well, you know, they'll roll with him. But, you know, they got a bunch of draft picks so they could draft a quarterback. He's not the guy. Most people were saying he's not the guy. He is now a a top three MVP candidate uh, the way he's playing right now. The Eagles' last unbeaten team here. So, John. How do you slow down Jalen Hurts if you're Dan Quinn of the Cowboys Sunday night in Philly?
3: Oh, you got to make him throw. You have to make him beat you with, with his arm. And to me, and I haven't watched every one of their games, but to me he looks like a guy that went in the offseason and had a significant chip on his shoulder and is like, "I'm going to show you that I can that I can win as a passer." And I think he's better in that area. Um he's certainly a winner. We've seen that all throughout, you know, his college years and then now since he's gotten to Philadelphia. I mean, he's a, he's a good player, but the, I think the greatest thing he does is use his legs and and it just changes games with the impact he makes with his legs and so you have to take that away. He might go out there Sunday night and beat you with his arm. I'm not saying he can't do that. They've certainly put weapons around him that that that, that could be the that that could be exactly what happens. But I think you got to take away the run and they run the ball well not just with him but he's obviously a huge part of it. If you can take away them running and you lose because he beat you with his arm, I think you just tip your cap.
2: I'm right there with you. Uh, if, if I walk into Philadelphia as a massive underdog and I lose because you know Jalen Hurts put up 375 and three touchdowns in the air with none on the ground and only like 20 yards rushed on the ground, eh, okay, what can you do? Let's move on to, to the next game. Um, because Jalen Hurts has shown not only a proclivity to run, but that's his, that's his strength. Far and away, that's his strength to keep the opposing secondary and, more importantly, your linebacker unit off balance because if your linebackers are trying to guess if this is coverage or should I you know clamp down, should I go down, whatever the case may be, and you do and he throws it over your head or then you over-pursue and then he runs right past you, changes the angle, then you're you're dead. You're dead in the water. And plus, the, the more you allow Jalen Hurts to take off on the ground, the more the clock becomes the 12th defender. But you need that to be in your favor. You want to be the team in the Cowboys that use the clock as the 12th defender by running the ball and leaning on Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. But your offense is going to be sitting there filing their nails if you continue to let Hurts just dominate and extend drives on the ground. So I'm putting a spy on Jalen Hurts. I am, if I'm Dan Quinn, I've seen enough from my front four and the rotation in my front four. I feel like they can win their matchups on a consistent basis. Maybe not every time, but on a consistent basis. Keep contain, apply pressure on the interior that flushes him out, and then whomever you have spying on him, Pursue him to the sideline. Okay,
1: so these are the things defensively. What about the Cowboys' best defender, Micah Parsons, mm-hmm. dealing with uh, the groin issue and his ability to be 100%? Adrenaline clearly got him there in, in L.A. You guys were there, yeah. out there. I, I didn't go to SoFi.
2: Dude is so not I, human, man. So I'm assuming
1: just by watching TV when you guys talk to him after, you know, there's probably some pain, but there was definitely the adrenaline factor. Um, how does he? How did they get him ready for this one?
3: Yeah, so I think he'll be ready. I think I think he'll play. What was interesting is after in that second half, Dan Quinn used him in more of a way where it was, hey, third downs, mm-hmm. pass rushing situations. We're not going to be messing with you at linebacker anymore. We're not gonna. That just doesn't make sense with the injury that he had. So when that was going on, I, I went and looked back to where did he line up last year against Philly, and then I completely forgot. I'm like, oh yeah, he didn't play in that last right. Eagles game. Right. Um, so in the first one though, 33 snaps were on the defensive line, and then <laughs> three. Three were at linebacker and one at safety. So, uh, right. so <laughs> Safety Michael Parsons. <laughs> so I don't think you're going to see that in this game. But at, going into this season, I, w- I would have told you Michael Parsons is going to be a linebacker in this game. He's going to be a little bit more of that spy. But now I kind of feel like they're going to keep him as an edge rusher and they're going to make one of the safeties, be it J. Ron Kurz, Donovan Wilson, the spy uh, on on Jalen Hurts. I think that's your your best play there. Because both those guys you never take off the field. Right. So. I,
2: I think what they need to do is uh, – I don't care if Michael Parsons does not take a rep in practice this week. Right. You need him as close that's, to 100. as what we, that's possible.
1: what Danny McCray talked about. Yeah. He's like yeah. practice, what practice? I, you I practice, I, you I, practice? If, you
2: know? if I if it were me and you know I would simply say DNP 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 Questionable, and then see you on Sunday, yeah. and uh, see you on the plane on on Saturday. They said
1: limited. That's what yeah. they said. That's yeah, okay, they, they fine. Like, limited because right. he do he's some limited. he does some rehab, yeah, right. work right. to the side limited. with Britt, uh,
2: yeah. but that's fine. But I I don't care if I, I actually would keep him out of team drills and and likely individual drills because Michael Parsons is not necessarily the guy that you need uh, to violate the risk reward there. You know that he's going to be a gamer when it's time. But you don't want to risk that with a groin injury of all injuries. So, DMP or limit him the entire week so that he can be as close as possible because that's who, ideally, that's who you want to spy Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has some speed. He's not going to run a 4-2 or anything, but Michael Parsons is faster than Jalen Hurts. But a groin, yeah. though, I
1: don't know if I would. A... That,
2: that's why I wouldn't practice him this. But even if
1: I'm throwing him out that's on the field, trying. but
2: I do, I do I... like, I do like possibly using J. Ron Curse. I think that length will come into okay, so, play. So stay right yeah, there. So, yeah, I like you so... don't
3: want him on the field. Like he played at his best. Every you know what? You know what? And I, I, you know who? <laughs> I you know who else I would also
2: like. Particularly, I probably wouldn't have said this. In regards to Jalen Hurts, prior to what I saw in Week Five,
3: I know what you're going to say, "Go on. Anthony Barr." I knew
2: you're going to say that, Anthony Barr.
3: That sideline to sideline quickness
2: was on full display.
3: You know what I thought of when I was watching that game was I thought of back in training camp when I think we only talked to him one time, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like, "Oh, they added Anthony Barr. It's interesting. Whatever. He'll probably just be in a little bit of like handful <laughs> of packages." That is one of their best like, off-season <laughs> yes. additions. Like, it's crazy how much, yes. not only how well he's played, but how much Quinn has trusted him, how many snaps he's been out. I did not expect yes. Anthony Barr to play as well he's been, as he's been playing. And
2: the way he that, played against Los Angeles, that gives me confidence to say, if Michael Parsons' groin injury is any issue in using him as a spy on Jalen Hurts, I would look right at Anthony Barr and say, that thing you did several times in Los Angeles, do it again. Beat Jalen Hurts so, to that so, sideline. So,
1: that was my thing, was just when you said J-Rock, curse because... If who's covering the tight end? Yeah. If you have Javon Kerr spying on Hertz because right. Dallas Guard's a good right. football player. I watched him. A little, little bit. I saw him play at little TCU. Little yeah. It was like South Dakota State. Now he, L- he's a really good football. <laughs> player. It was one of those games <laughs> really that good. they put on the schedule. Yeah. And yeah. I think they were called the Jackrabbits. Yeah. They were in the fourth quarter tagging him. Yeah. And and they had. He's I'm really like, good. Was hey, like, he
2: got Zach Ertz up out of there. That's like, not who's easy this to do. Yeah.
1: Dude, just I mean he was I mean because you could imagine you see what he's doing in the NFL so you can imagine he was doing TCU. I was like man this guy.
3: I think uh, he's named Dallas because of like I think he, somebody in his family was like a Cowboys probably. fan. And, I think. and what's crazy is we talk about the hate that Philadelphia has for for the Cowboys
2: when Philadelphia drafted Dallas Goddard. Yeah. And you saw on Twitter and just social media there were so many Eagles fans they were like you 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 should change your name. Like they were yeah. serious. They weren't yeah, joking. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah okay now they're sitting there cheering Dallas. <laughs> yeah, change yeah. name to Del- Change name to Delco. Now they're cheering on Dallas. Right. <laughs> Take that Philly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right? we uh, We're out of time. But fun conversation as always. Patrick Walker, thank you very much. Check out his work at DallasCowboys.com. You can always find John Machado's work over at The Athletic. I'm Newey Scruggs. This has been the Media Mash. We'll do it tomorrow, 3 o'clock Central Time, right here on DallasCowboys.com Radio.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!